This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. The community ofrenda for this year 2020. Here we are in Holyoke at the Ready Wipe Gallery on 532 Main Street. Yes. I'm Johan Rochivega and I'm here in the company of Jason Montgomery. Hi Jason. Hi Johan, how are you? Oh, high five. This is our way to remember, honor, and to bring together ancestors and our current members of our community in all different levels and walks of life, different heritage, backgrounds, and representation in celebration of what an ofrenda in the tradition of different cultures in Latin America, particularly in Mexico, Colombia, uh, Chile, Peru, they celebrate El Día de los Muertos that happens every year on November 1st and 2nd. And we wanted to start today being the closing of a cycle, the closing the month of October being there's also a full moon, yeah. a blue moon, that also is another another way to have this beacon of light giving us that that light that is going to be the path for for the souls that return to to share with us for this moment for this coming days uh, during the celebration of day of the dead so this is an ofrenda this is one of the two different installations of the ofrenda that has been constructed with so much love yeah. and also with so much care and meaning. So Jason, tell us a little bit about what is what we have in here in this room of the Ready White Gallery. Yeah, um, and so this year, um, in, the, in the, I'd say in the Chicano tradition of um, Dia de Muertos and Dia de los Muertos, um, we, we did the ofrenda this year um, a little different because of COVID limitations. To express the gravity and to show in a very literal way um, where we're at. And so this is the um, Calvera State Coronavirus um, space. Um, it is an exhibit of um, 14,000 um, Calveras uh, uh, illustrations that have been printed on four by six cards. Uh, the illustrations for these were done by the illustrator Jen Wagner, um, and they, the cards themselves were printed. Holyoke oh, was saying hello. Uh, uh, the cards were printed by Big Wheel Press in um, in, in letterpress fashion um, in East Hampton. But what's really um, 
overwhelming about this, and I'm going to ask um, my partner and attacker for us to join us to talk about um, what, where, what we've done here is um, each one of these 14,000 cards that you see um, represents 15 people who have lost their lives due to coronavirus um, in the United States. And so what we have represented here in this space is 210 thousand lives um, lost um, in kind of a morbid coincidence, the number of cards that we have in this space actually directly correlates with the number of individuals who have lost their lives in both the Mass in Massachusetts and Connecticut combined. Um, and so you have both our national number and um, our very local number. And as many of you know, you know, it's, when we produced them, it was at 210, so now we're more than that. There are probably roughly um, closer to 15,000, oh, I think, okay. in this room at this yep. point, um, because we, yeah, we did talk to Big Wheel Press, who let us know that um, because of the printing technique, there were actually extras, and when I was hanging them, I realized I sort of did that math, and I, I looked at the current statistics in uh, for the the deaths in Massachusetts, which were a little bit under at the time ten thousand, and then this being um, you know Western Massachusetts, we're very close to Connecticut, and I think a lot of um, you know may have family in Connecticut or work in Connecticut or. We hope that some people might be able to visit from it, and so um, we looked at that as well. And we have the the river that also connects us. Um, Connecticut River Valley. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so also Connecticut's numbers combined with Massachusetts, uh, you could you know count one life for every card that is in here. And so while hanging these, I think we both had moments where we had to really stop and pause yeah. um, because the enormity of it is very striking. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've also included this year um, Calvary's skulls um, that were painted by members of our community. Um, by members of our, our artistic community. We want to thank um, Josh Sebosa from Back Labyrinth for submitting. Um, we'd like to thank uh, Yo Johan Rashivega for, for painting uh, some of what we have here. Um, uh, what we have is 15 skull representations um, so that you can see what 15 people actually would look like in a space, in a room. You know, the, the reality was that, you know, we, for every line that we hung, we could have filled every single rafter in this room. And we literally got to the point where there wouldn't have been enough space and there wouldn't have been enough time. And this is where we're at. This is the reality of where we are, that it is this overwhelming um, and this, this, of this magnitude. Um, 
So uh, we, we are inviting people to come down and see both the, the ofrenda, which is uh, at the back of the building, um, come celebrate your loved ones, be with your loved ones, be with your ancestors. Um, that is very vital to us that, that we maintain that ritual and that ceremony um, and that we maintain that space um, as, as that representation of that, that practice. Um, we also invite you to, uh, you can go to our Facebook page and find the, the sign up genius um, so that you can book a slot to come to this room. Um, we, are, you, we are limiting this room to two people for 10 minutes and you need a reservation to, to see that, but we, we are encouraging people to come. So for, for how long this ofrenda and this two park installation is going to be available? Given the fact that the Dia de los Muertos celebration happens November 1st and 2nd, and those dates are, of course, contemplated, but we are here today being uh, October 31st. Yes. So what are the dates and times where people can enjoy and, and, and get to see this uh, community of Renda? So the community of Renda, um, it was very important to us uh, that every that it is for everyone it is a space where we can come together honor love and celebrate all of our all of our families all of our souls that have left us so the ofrenda itself will be available 24 hours a day starting now until um november the the nightfall of november 2nd so you will be able to come and, and take part in it and see it. Um, we are putting no limitations on it. We um, believe in we believe in Holyoke. We believe in the people who live here that we can all honor and respect each other and respect um, those that we've lost. Um, so come day or night, if if it strikes you at one in the morning that you need that your, your ancestors are like my ancestors and they don't know time zones, um, like you're gonna get a call at 3 a.m. <laughs> so come on down. Um, and then this space uh, right now we are gonna um, we are taking folks in tomorrow uh, the first and then the second and we are hold, it, it will be held over until um the second week of november um and you can look for the dates on when you can come and see that but as of right now it'll be until the second week of november for this space yeah how do you feel uh alex just mentioned during the process of putting these cards together and what symbolizes it struck and it needed to take some moments to to let that sink in and, and process. And coming up with this idea and planning it and designing it and execute the plan here as it is, as a way to remember and honor the ones who departed. What are your thoughts? What are your emotions right now? It's overwhelming. Um, there were many times where uh, I I couldn't help but get choked up. I, I even am now. Um, whereas the ofrenda downstairs in Dia de los Muertos, Dia de Muertos, feels like 
uh, time to be with your loved ones and remember these positive memories. You know, you may mourn, but it is also a celebration of them and it is also a warmth that you feel for them. And there's a lot of joy there. Being in this room, it is more difficult for me. It is heavier for me. And there is, um, I'll just speak to my own feelings. There is some outrage and there is some um, frustration that I feel here seeing all of these faces and all of these lives um, that, uh, you know, some, some people may not this year have been able to say the goodbye that they would have uh, normally had with their loved one, and they may have lost someone uh, very unexpectedly, and that lack of closeness and community is something that, um, you know, I, I felt good making this space if even just a couple people can come into it and, and maybe feel like they had another moment to, um, to say goodbye that maybe they didn't get. Um, I want to be positive, you know, I want to, uh, to remember our community um, and those who were lost, but there are, um, there's, there's a little bit of, um, of yeah, of anger too. Yeah. Um, when, you, when you look at all of this, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel split too between the joy and the, the, the the kind of fulfillment and richness of actually going through the process of constructing the ofrenda and populating it and knowing that our ancestors are coming and that that joy that that brings to me personally you know as a as a chicago person as a person of indigenous descent and then to come into this room and see the enormity of what has happened and where we are and how we got there and to know that that inevitably there's the face of my my aunt Lily looking down who died of COVID. There's the face of friends and family and uh, it it's it's striking. Um I normally like undercut emotion with comedy because I like I emotion is hard for me, but it's it's hard to, to try to even be serious or, or, or to not, you know, I don't even want to do that because I feel like it's so serious in here. Um, and it becomes this weight, um, you know, I think it was when we first started planning and I know Johan and Neff and I had a call because we, we all came together to do this and Neff was like, we, we should just make this all COVID skulls. and. You know, in that moment, it seemed very, like, this idea, this kind of, like, well, this is the statement we should make. And that idea of, like, yeah, we're going to make this statement. We need to make this statement. And then you make it, and then the utterance becomes real, and you're faced with the magnitude of 
of that reality and it becomes not even like I am I am angry that this has come to pass and I'm humbled by by it at the same time and I I want people to come and see it. I'm so glad that the posteriors has agreed to live stream this for people who can't come and so that you can see it. Thank you to Johan and Radio Plasma for handling all the tech issues so that folks can see this, you know, uh, and it interspersed with the parts of the offenda. So it's it's bittersweet is not even the right terminology. I mean, it's not, it's, yeah. It was, it does remind me though of um, the community members who stepped up and volunteered to help us with this, to help string all of these to, um, to come in while we were working, um, you know, it makes me think of those who are trying their best to make a difference and to help, um, you know, the healthcare workers and everyone out there who, the essential workers who are, you know, getting getting everything that, that still needs to happen, happen for people. Um, yeah. So I do wanna thank everybody who who helped uh, to make this logistically a reality as well. It's a lift. It's been mm -hmm. a lift. Yeah. So this is the indoors part of the community of Freda for 2020. Yeah. And it's specifically directed to honor, remember, and give this moment of closure for the lives that we have lost this year due to COVID-19. This session of Radio Plasma was broadcasted live at the Ready White Gallery in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I want to thank Jason Montgomery and Alex Woolner from Attack Bear Press. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening.